IV. You guys may or may not know. Ryan Koningsberg may know. I know that guy. <laughs> <laughs> you may or may not have witnessed our very own Ryan Koningsberg experience a pretty rough hangover after the Broncos draft party and preseason game at Blake Street Tavern. If you haven't, this video is worth checking out on the Facebook, on the DNVR Broncos Facebook. Vita Mobile IV came to Ryan's rescue, and I mean they really came through. Vita Mobile IV comes to your home, office, dorm room, or wherever you need some serious hydration. Vita Mobile IV is made up of professionals passionate about preventative health and the benefits of IV therapy and alternative medicine. Recover and recharge with Vita Mobile IV. Download their app, request a skilled IV drip therapist, sit back, and relax because they come to you. Don't forget to use promo code HYD20 and save 20% off your first IV drip. Visit VitaMobileIV.com today and learn more or just download their app and book your appointment. That's HYD20 to save you 20%. Everybody, welcome to the DNVR Nuggets Podcast, part of the DNVR Podcast Network, I guess. Um, Sounds good to me. We are wrapping up our first live show of the NBA season. I am joined, of course, today by Harrison Wind. What's going on, guys? 1-0, 82-0, still on the table. Still on One, the table. 102-0, and 0. still on the table. 102-0. Got to include the playoffs and the preseason. It's, right. it's not an 82-game mentality anymore, guys. <laughs> That's right. <Yeah. laughs> That's right. Uh, seated to my far left. From DNVR Broncos, but filling in tonight to help us analyze this game, Ryan Konisberg. I just wanted to be a part of a win. I wanted to know what it's like <laughs> to cover a winning team. This is foreign territory for him. Feels good, doesn't it? Feels really nice. Feels yeah. really nice. And then, of course, seated to my right, the man himself, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. 5000, Brendan Vogt. So truly thrilled to be here. I can't lose this job. I thought you might big time us on this uh, podcast, this post game show after getting to five. I was going to, but my ego's been placed back. I I can't figure out Periscope still. (laughs) I like how you were dressed as a homeless, jobless person just in case it happened. Yeah. (laughs) That's what you were going for, right? The line on the fashion jokes. We're finding it. We're getting close. <laughs> you want to know what hurts Brendan's feelings? We'll get there. It's not this. It can't be this. <laughs> this is DNVR Studio C, or the lounge set as we call it here. I hope you like what we've done with the place. We love this set. We hope to utilize it a lot throughout the season for live post-game shows, live mailbag events, just something live to interact with the audience, talk about uh, some of the cool stuff in real time. And that's what we're going to do tonight because – there's a lot of momentum. I am feeling an enormous amount of just energy and positivity because the Nuggets completely sucked and somehow got a road win anyway against a rival. Um, I guess let's just start with this. Is this a like a bad win or a good win? This is a good win. Okay. This is a good win. I, you remember that stat I tried to reel off on the uh, show the other day that Portland had won like a bunch of home openers in a row. Oh, that's right. What was it? 19? It was 18. 18. 18 not so now 19. they're 18 and 1 in their last 19 home openers. Oh my god, that's so beautiful. Is that but surprising? No, for, for Denver to come out like they did and for Jokic to have the first quarter that he did and still get a win, any way they could have gotten a win tonight would have been a good win after that. That was, I mean, in Portland too. Like yeah, Portland has never been kind to, to the Nuggets. Uh, you end up with, like, a nightmarish start. I mean, we all came into the office. We're, like, all excited for Nuggets basketball. All of a sudden, Nicole Jokic is just ripped from our hands, and we're just, like, in shock. Like, I thought they were going to get killed. Yeah, it was certainly on the table. And before we go too much further, I'm contractually obligated to tell you that that baseball bat on the wall is for sale. 
So if you need <laughs> is that true? Yeah. That, wow, that that's, that's out of left field. Man, what a what a seamless way plug. to tie back into baseball. We've had yeah. a great first couple of months, but seriously, everything's for sale. Any RK is just here to like plug and promote things like randomly. DM me if you want to buy that Andres Galarraga used and signed bat. Where does the big cat rank in Colorado? <laughs> is sports that why you want to come on the podcast? Yeah, is I that it? Get a plug in for the bat. Do you have anything on Mel Tucker? Tucker, or are you good to go? Uh, yeah, Mel Tucker, the goat. <laughs> Brendan, what do you think? Was this a good win or a bad win? It's a great win because it was almost a terrible loss in the way, right? But yeah. that, like Harrison said, Portland usually wins that game at home. Most teams do. The home opener, winning that game as the road team is harder than it's given credit for. Given the slow start, given no Jokic, I mean, I think you saw Denver's starters outplay Portland's. You saw Denver's bench outplay theirs at times. You just got to feel confident that a D-plus game from Denver was enough for a win on the road on night one. Malone last season, I mean, we all know Malone runs hot, right? I mean, he's happy about like four games a year. I mean, the rest of the games he's upset about something. But one thing, and he talked about this last year, one thing he learned was just learning how to accept a win and move on, right? Mm -hmm. And this is a game that I think Malone really has to be like, there was a million things that drove him bad, or just that drove him mad today. But you have to look at it and be like, we won, we'll go to the tape and get better, but don't stew over a win, just accept wins when they come to you no matter how they come. For sure, and uh, <laughs> I think a big reason Denver won this game was because Denver's bench, no surprise, is really good again. Dominant. And it's going to be one of the best benches in the league. Portland's bench is potentially one of the worst benches in the league. Yeah. And we, we saw that in the second quarter when Denver initially got back into this thing and then uh, in, in the second half as well. That stood out. Can we stop pumping the brakes here real quick? Because somebody has to push this. I, I don't think this is a hot take. Denver has the best bench. They've it's got not a hot yes, take. They've they got had the be best bench for the first half of last year too. But and you, then they you, added you just Jeremy said Grant. they'll have one of and like and, and I'm not trying to like harp on you for this, but this is one of those things where we always hedge this bet. Denver is good because they have so much depth. They have Jokic, they have one star, yeah. and they have all of these really good players, not just like average guys or whatever, but really good players. So right. I they have the I saw that take on Twitter just on the timeline like Denver might have the best bench. No, they they clearly do. Can we off the top of your heads? Who else would be in that ballpark? Maybe Toronto, Toronto, yeah, I mean, Clippers. They have like high yeah, profile Lou players. Yeah, and, and Harrell. If you said Denver has the best depth, I think that would be better because the Clippers have some guys that are like role players that start, mm -hmm. and then they're like Lou Williams is one of their better players, but he comes off the bench. Denver starts their five best guys. They just happen to bring in a wave of five oh. other awesome guys. Yeah, as we're sitting here and and Jokic goes out, like one of the thoughts was, okay, now it's on Murray. Let's see if Murray can do it, and it and that didn't actually end up being the no. case. It was the bench and, and the role players who just like all came in and kind of did a little piece and and chipped away. Uh, instead of, you know, Murray just taking the whole team on his back. But don't you guys feel like that was the takeaway from preseason outside of the MPJ stuff? I mean, like, I actually gleaned the most from what we might consider garbage time. Okay. Denver's final seven players were just better by a lot than anyone oh, else yeah. on the floor every yeah. game. I was yeah. Googling guys on the other teams. Denver has rotation players fighting for minutes. A couple guys stood out, like, specifically on the bench tonight. But how about Torrey Craig going 4-6 or six from the field? And knocking home two threes. Yeah, how about time. it, Adam? I mean, if anybody had Tory Craig knocking down, you know, nineteen foot mid range jumpers from the top of the key, you win. So, so let's start with these big topics here. And first, I want to plug: if you guys are watching this, submit your questions on Periscope or Twitter. We're going to get to those. We're going to do a bunch of questions in today's show. Um, but let's start by some of these big topics. Number one, Jokic was really concerning in the first three minutes of this game <laughs> until he wasn't P picked up. So he gets two fouls early, and you know. 
I thought he looked really slow. I thought that those fouls that he got were sort of fouls from being out of position and just a little bit unfocused. When you're a little bit slow, a little you know, a, a half step behind in the NBA, you get you pick up fouls. He picks up the two. Malone trusts him, leaves him in there, and he doesn't reward Malone's trust. He he ends up doing a really dumb third foul. Yeah. W- let's just start with the first half. What do you what do you make of that from Yoke? Is this like a concerning thing, or is this just a a one off? It's one game. I don't think you can be concerned about it at all. My read on his first couple of minutes, it's like he was so aggressive. It felt like he yeah. seemed like he was going at Whiteside every single time he got the ball in his hands, and uh, that. It's pretty unlike Jokic from from watching him over the last couple of years. Even when he's you know at the peak of his powers in, in the playoffs, that really wasn't how he played. So it just kind of seemed like an odd game from him from the start. And then uh, yeah, the foul trouble kind of got him out of, a, out of a rhythm for obviously the first half. But I would not be like overly concerned about this if you're asking me that. One thing about it though, real quick, Ryan, it, we talked in the preseason about oh Jokic looks like he doesn't care, right? This was your thing, Brendan, the whole time. Yep. And, you know, I actually kind of slightly disagreed with it, but it was preseason. It wasn't like, oh, I just thought he looked slow. I yeah. didn't think it was, oh, he the, he's too good for the preseason. There's always a little bit of that, but I thought he looked slow. And then that first half tonight, I was like, and even in parts of the second half, I was thinking, man, he kind of looks the exact same. And that, that's the only reason I say it's a concern. So I think the question is, okay, well, will he just play his, his way back into shape, or is that an actual concern? Yeah. He he wants to be this heavy, right? I mean, that's our that's – our, Maybe not this heavy. heavy. He He wants wants to be be heavier rather than thin. He wants to lean into guys. It did seem like a problem on the defensive end tonight. Mm -hmm. Not not one worth fretting over. I mean, he played an almost poor game and was the best player on the floor. But like, it it did seem like on defense it it mattered. He was even slower than usual. And it might have been a thing of where he had three fouls. You play differently when you have those fouls. He wasn't in rhythm. He sat for an entire half, and so it could be all those things. And we do have to talk about. So we don't want to rag on yoga. Obviously. You know, he was incredible down the stretch tonight. Um, Jokic, just where he stands as the superstar, these are the types of things. And I'm not trying – don't don't uh, confuse my words here. He's not LeBron James. You know, he's not these type of guys. But this he's a was little a bit very, better probably. But this, <laughs> but this was a superstar performance where it's like superstars, no matter how bad they are, the final five minutes or eight minutes, you're just like, well, it doesn't matter. He's 0 for 20. It doesn't matter. We're still going with him. This was that game for Jokic because when it mattered – Turned into that guy again. That and that's what was so awesome about it. Because b- remember back in the days when you know Nuggets fans so badly wanted to believe you didn't need a superstar, like w- you know back in the Danilo Gallinari and all those guys, and and you wanted so badly to believe you don't need a superstar. Games like this are exactly why you do because yeah. you played a pretty sloppy game throughout. Nothing was pretty. Nothing was easy for them on offense. And then all of a sudden, when push comes to shove, Nikola Jokic just becomes the best player on the floor and takes him home. Plus 14 tonight, 20 points, 13 rebounds, only two assists, surprisingly. 8 of 14 shooting, 3 of 5 from the three-point line, and a team-high plus 14. And pretty it, much all of that came in the second half. It, all of it did. 21 minutes did. He yeah. played three minutes in the first half. Yeah. I mean, just – I mean, <laughs> it, it truly is a remarkable thing. We're so lucky to have this dude. It's weird. Just, I mean, a guy at 80%, 90% still gets you dubs, right? I mean, he just doesn't have to be at 100. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. There, there's – a lot of players who maybe have Jokic's ceiling, but there, I don't. I think maybe other, more so than other stars, his bad games win you games, yeah. and that's incredible. Jamal Murray appeared to hurt his hand in this game. I think we all were looking for a, sort of a big Murray game in this one. He just seemed like he was primed for it. Four of fourteen shooting, fourteen points, six assists, five rebounds. So the stat line: fourteen, five, and six. Not that bad, but 
Well, I mean, he's four fourteen though. Yeah, that that part's not great. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you got you, you got to think his hand was hurting him a little bit because he just did not look really ready to shoot yeah. when he was you know getting the ball out on the three point line. And uh, I wasn't really impressed with Murray's preseason at all. I didn't really seem like he had taken any significant steps. But yeah, it's preseason. You know, don't want to draw too many conclusions from it, but. He really looked like that same player tonight that he looked like in the preseason. So I haven't really seen any growth from him in any aspect of his game yet. Of course, it's still early. Look, they've had four preseason games, one regular season game, but I haven't seen you know any specific growth that I can really point to yet. You know, one thing I'd love to see from Jamal is almost what I just said about Jokic. What is he contributing when his A game isn't there in terms of a score? Mm-hmm. He did have six assists tonight, yeah. and I do think he's elevating that baseline. There were times last year where a bad Jamal game was a net negative. Yeah, that's true. I'd like yep. to see the leap this year where even if he's average or below average, you'd still rather have him out there on the floor. So the assists were the silver lining, but otherwise kind of a classic start from him, right? And there, Yeah, there was a point in – that I think it was just the beginning of the fourth quarter when they went back to the starters with Jeremy Grant, where Jamal had some Love good moments, moment. especially yeah. in the two-man game with Jokic. Yes. That was yep. his best stretch of yep. basketball, and that was one of the Nuggets' better stretch of basketball of the night. One of the things you can say about this Nuggets team is they get to that level, even if it's only for like three or four possessions in a row, and that Jeremy Grant, when he checked in, there was like four or five possessions where it was just like, oh, yeah, look at this. The ball's popping. It's They're getting the wide-open shots. They're getting stopped. Mm-hmm. They just look like – Boom, 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 making these plays where it's wide-open shots. And you had said in the preseason you were worried you weren't going to see enough of that lineup. You think that maybe you know them playing really well during that stretch when it was in there will influence Mike Malone to, to go to it a little more? I'd, not one game, no. Um, I do think we'll see it some. And, and I was really encouraged that the Nuggets went to it tonight at that moment because that was a pivotal moment. Yep, That was sort of a, a game-turning moment for the Nuggets there. And so I'm encouraged that they went to it. But I think it's going to be one of those things where it's five, six minutes here. And over time, especially if it plays like it did tonight, over time the numbers are going to bear out. Hey, this is a thing you can do to really – that that's a lineup in the NBA. The Mal- the Millsap Jokic lineup it's so consistent, it's so steady. That Grant Jokic lineup is going to be the like swing for the fence lineup, and and I don't think it's like going to strike out a lot. I think its floor is pretty good too, but it's going to have those moments where it's like eight zero run, boom, in in one minute. And I just want to start bringing the people in here a little bit. We got a lot on Periscope. Let's do it. Q tip, Q tip, twelve eighty three. Q tip. If that's a reference to what I think it is, massive shouts. Wants to point out, Murray did hit some huge open threes when they needed. No, he and, did, And yeah. wide-open catch-and-shoot, bizarrely, was maybe an, a question mark for Murray at times in the last couple of years. Uh, he, he, Those were dead on, and those were big shots. Yeah. Um, going back to what you're saying about Yeah, Jeremy forget Grant. you, Q-Tip. Yeah, yeah, sorry. yeah thanks, Q-Tip. Good point, though, Murray has another point over I, here. I shouldn't I hate on Murray too. that much. He had some good moments tonight, for sure. Yeah, I thought he was. I actually thought he was fine, minus the shooting. Maybe the first half kind of stuck with me. Um, but when you have Jeremy Grant in there... You can really see the different things he brings to the table than Millsap. Like he just puts so much more pressure on the defense yes. when he's diving to the rim yes. in transition as well. I mean, Portland didn't know what to do with him. They were just fouling him whenever he was attacking the rim. And above the rim, because one of the things that Denver does with Jokic when the ball's popping is they force guys to cover a lot of ground. And if you have to cover a lot of ground and vertically a lot of ground, it's just hard. And he had a couple of those offensive rebounds or tipped the ball or whatever that that kept the ball alive. Um, give us another one. Okay, yeah. That was a great question, Q-Tip, if, despite what Harrison said. Yeah, if we don't – um, oh, no. Oh, no. Did, oh, God, our social media guy has crashed. I lost them. Did he really lose it? I did. Um, well, let's talk about the other, another one that I think is, is kind of key here. Gary Harris, not that great tonight. Mm-hmm. Allie, let me see your phone. Uh, eight points. He did have two steals. He had five turnovers. I would, If you would have told me, like, 
guess a problem Gary Harris is going to have in the preseason <laughs> and season this year? I would turnovers. turnovers would have been like twentieth on my list of guesses. Yeah, that's okay. I'm ready, guys. Uh, that's good because our first question <laughs> from Shane Sko: Should we be concerned with Gary Harris? So just that's add, a good way of phrasing it. As Thanks. you were, I, I screwed up the phrasing. So thank you, Shane Sko. <laughs> Ryan, what do you think? Uh, I don't. I'm not worried about him. Um, he's. Nor, like it's weird for him to have gaps in the in his game where that you you don't normally see like he normally plays smart he normally is, right. is a good passer mm-hmm. so i think it's just it has to just be rust like that's what i'm gonna write it off to tonight it's a little rusty um you do you would like to see him capitalize on momentum like he makes that shot it feels like he never gets into like full-on heat mode or rarely gets into full-on heat mode um, he hit that first three, and you're like, yeah. oh, here you go. And then he right. took two more, and he missed them both. I thought they were both in, too. <laughs> yeah, and they both did look – I think they were both back rim, which as a shooter always You think hurts. the game mm. is different if he, like, hits those and he's nine points in one minute? I mean, Potentially. Yeah. Stuff like that has – yeah, stuff like that can change games. What do you think, though, overall about him tonight? Gary, yeah, not a great game. One of, one of probably the worst games he's played, like, over the last couple of years, to be honest. It's at least fully healthy. Yeah. I mean, so should we be concerned? I mean, last year – we chalked up with him and Barton both. We chalked up a lot of this to injury. Yeah. Fully healthy now, by all accounts. Um, it's one game. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I agree. It, it's one game, 35 minutes that he played. I'm oh, my God. Woof. Yeah. yeah. Sarge played a lot tonight Starters because they came back at the beginning of the fourth. You know, before we, we get to another break, I think it's I think it's beer time. Yeah, let's have a drink. Let's have a drink. Are you sure what, you guys, what kind of drink are we you guys having? Don't want any questions? <laughs> are we waiting? We, have, we need a break. We have to <laughs> yeah. take a break. We're supposed to wait for this moment to be drinking. <laughs> <laughs> well, we always drink a little bit of beer when we are talking about Breck Brewing. About who? Breck Brewery. Shout out. Shout out. I'm drinking an Avalanche. I'm on that Hot Peak IPA life. Shout out my IPA brethren. Wow. It's really highbrow of you. Do you want to go ahead and do your reader? <laughs> we'll just talk. I mean, about I don't Breck. really have a read. It's just um. <laughs> You guys know uh, Breck Brewing, <laughs> great partner of us here at DNVR. A plus stuff. Whatever Harry, type of beer Harrison you has would his want. Jokic energy tonight for the reads. <laughs> whatever type of beer you want, heavy beer, light beer, dark beer, whatever you want, IPA, we're, porter. We're bleeding viewers on the live stream. <laughs> we lost sixty in the last two minutes. There they go. Oh yeah, maybe if we had some more questions, we could keep them on. Hey, <laughs> hey, maybe if we were hey, actually hey, getting hey, them involved. Hey, at CJ, real quick, hold on. Uh, hold but on. yeah, anyways, you guys know about all about Breck beer. Picks them up. It's the best. <laughs> Unbelievable stuff. <laughs> maybe the worst library in the history of libraries. We're sorry, Breck. We got you next time. Uh, we believe Piper is the best because of their professionalism, because of their capability, because of their integrity, and because of the relationship we have built over the last year and a half with several of their key managers. Piper Electric has been a part of the Denver community for over 35 years. Their reputation of being fairly priced, trustworthy, and dependable has allowed them to become one of the best Denver electrical contractor companies in the market. Sometimes customers will ask us if we know of somebody who can be their regular electrician where they could call for anything from a small job to something much larger, maybe a remodel. And so we certainly have referred people to Piper and Piper to them. From residential, commercial, and industrial, Piper Electric can handle all of your electrical needs. They've done actually everything from repairing a small wiring situation with a circuit breaker panel to adding additional circuits, adding parking lighting. So really, they have become a one-stop shop for all of our needs. If you call today and use the promo code BSN, you will get $25 off your next service call. That's 303-646-6765 or go to piperelectric.com.
let's go to the let's go to the CJ Twin ninety four. Do you guys think Grant starts at some point this year? We've talked about this a lot, yeah, but let's talk about, about it after a great a night. Let's talk about it after a great night. Um, yes, in the games, the twenty or so games Millsap does not play this year, he'll start. Outside of that, I don't think so. I mean, again, Millsap and Jokic are always good. They have been good for two years, very, very consistently. They were good tonight. They're they're a good lineup. Jeremy Grant's going to be really, really good, and I think going forward will be that guy. But it just—it's not going to happen. I did, I did. How many minutes did he play tonight? Twenty-one. So we wondered about the breakdown. Millsap thirty-two minutes tonight. Jeremy Grant twenty-one. To me, that is the number that probably will be an anomaly. Yeah, I agree. I don't think we'll see Grant get into the starting lineup if Paul Millsap is healthy. I think that's the right call too. Grant can play more minutes than Millsap game by game. Doesn't mean necessarily has to start, but he could be on the floor to end games. I find it to be really interesting when Michael Malone went to that lineup, though. Yeah, tonight. like it's that when was he really needed to. Right, and that was you know as you pointed out during the game, that's normally when the bench is in. Yeah, there's ten minutes in the fourth quarter, and he rolls out like the power lineup. Yeah, and, and it's kind of a power move from Mike Malone and mm-hmm. a crucial game saving, game swinging stretch from Grant there. So that's where he only played 21 minutes, but he was out there in that moment we all thought was just so pivotal, and he was great in it. So yeah, um, I, yeah I, I I am curious to see sort of the evolution of Grant's minutes. Obviously, we'll talk about Michael Porter Jr. later, but both of those guys they're a big part of why I think the Nuggets will just be so different as the season kind of unfolds. But I don't. I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing kind of unfolding this very, very slowly. You know who's also in, like, preseason form still? My mentions. Because tonight, (laughs) Will Barton misses one shot at the end of the first quarter with, like, three seconds on the clock. He gets it and shoots it. And, man, was everybody trying to let me know about it. Will Barton tonight, three of eight shooting. (laughs) He took eight shots, and he made three of them. Two for three from deep, five for six from the from the line. Uh, nine, I mean, come on, nineteen point. Yeah, he got to the line twelve times, nineteen points, five rebounds, two assists. I mean, people, you I would take that every night. I'm just gonna tell you right now, of I don't course. see what you guys see. I don't see it. Uh, some nights I do. Last year I saw it almost every single night. So mm-hmm. last night I was with you. And tonight we're, ex- we're accepting the large possibility that we're biased, but sometimes it's like Twilight Zone stuff, man. I mean, he took eight shots. <laughs> I mean, three and eight. it was hero ball. Like, eight shots. So, of, of the starters, he took the fewest shots. And two of those shots were, like, late clock situations yes. at the end of quarters or shot clocks where he just had the ball. The funniest it- one to me was the end of the second quarter. Gary Harris has two straight turnovers. Jamal Murray has a turnover. Will Barton dribbles it off his foot, but is not a turnover. <laughs> and people are like, you can't give Barton the ball at that moment. Right. Not- <laughs> knocked down and Two of his sh- made shots were, like, Big threes in yeah. important oh, yeah. moments. Oh, they were. And, they and were. less results, more process stuff. I like the way he looked when driving to the rim. More conviction, more confidence than we yeah. saw yeah, last I thought season. He had, I thought he had a good game. Yeah. So I thought he was fine. He did have some moments where he, where he wasn't, but... Uh, at Etron 4, Whiteside worked us pretty bad. Does that make you nervous about other better bigs out west? Whiteside always has good games against Denver somehow because I don't think he's necessarily like an above-average starting center. Um, but no. I wouldn't be concerned. We haven't talked much at all about like who the Nuggets play to. Like, it feels like we're evaluating the Nuggets against yeah. the Nuggets. Oh yes, I and, love this. Great take. And great take. They RK. played like a, a a pretty good Portland team. Supposedly, yeah. Yeah. Can can Radio Brandon check in? Here? Radio Brandon, here we go. <laughs> Portland sucks. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out is, da- is, is, is Dame ta- is Dame time when he misses seven of ten threes wow. or is that wow. something else? Yeah, this is this isn't this isn't Brendan, right? This is no, Brandon. this is okay. Brandon. Okay, I, I, I've seen enough. I'll take him in seven games. Well, I mean, we literally just did this. No, no. <laughs> Let's run it back. I want seven more. I want seven more. Yeah, I just I, I just look at that like they beat 
the Blazers on the road yep. in game one. And like I, I'm going to keep coming back to that in every conversation. It's just they beat the Blazers on the road in game one without Nikola Jokic for half of the game. Like, yes, there were some ups and downs and, and some ugly spots, but by and large, you'll, you will take that any time no matter what. Uh, I 100% agree. What it actually got? actually kind of reminds me of the opener last year when they played the Clippers on the road, did not play a good game, but, hey, it was a quality victory over a good opponent on the road on opening night. This is, reminds me exactly of that game because yeah. you're right. That was a very clunky game right. where we're like, man, the Nuggets are not fun. They're not and then expected. they come home against the Suns and absolutely dominate. <laughs> no, Portland again. Portland doesn't suck. They're a good team, and that's why that's a good win. And, yeah. and to your point, RK, some people in the Periscope mentions – um, apparently our live feed's acting up. Allie, check that out. Um, Producer Allie's on it. I think we're being too hard on the Nuggets. And, and you know, I just want to point out, like, we're v- you might be right, RK. Stream's dead. That's good. Keep going, because we're, record- we're still recording. No, we're still recording the podcast. No, I know. I just got confused. I got lost. Oh. <laughs> What was I saying? Something about the Blazers aren't you, you terrible. You just said I was right. Actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. So the, the fans agree with you, RK, on Periscope. They think we're being too hard on the guys. But, again, it's like we're evaluating Denver at this point, I think, against that hypothetical ceiling we yeah. all like to see one day. We've been talking about them as a championship contender. They've got to be evaluated so you got like ex- that. Precisely. We've got to be hard you're, on them. You're nitpicking now. But, but, again, I do think, going back to that Malonism, good teams win ugly, and that's, just, that's what it is. It's way different than losing ugly. Mm-hmm. They won this game, and they actually kind of won it. Not going away, but they won it comfortably. It didn't come down to the final possession. They were up, right? And, again, they played bad on the road against a good team and got a win. So uh, I certainly don't mean to be harsh on this team. I do think that this was a good win. I just – it was ugly. No, <laughs> but well. that's like that's almost the compliment, though, is it the is. point. Like, yeah. the baseline's higher. It's easy for this team to be good enough now, and now they're concerned yeah. about being great. Yeah. You could be where the Nuggets are right now, or you could be where the Lakers were last night, and you definitely take where the Nuggets are. Yeah. And, what a- and they're being graded as a championship contender, too, right? Yeah. Yep. Let's go to the box. The mailbox. Yeah, all right. All right, we're going to go to Twitter now because go our, to the Twitter our, box. our stream is down, unfortunately. It's back up. Stream, stream is, is back, back up. up but it's I'm a new stream. St- but I'm still going to Twitter. You never cross streams. Just buying time. And Man. we're here. What was the deal with the early Jokic fouls? You're on, you're on questions next What time. was the deal with the early Jokic fouls? I mean, ha- some of them were kind of questionable. Maybe a bad whistle a little bit, but... Like Adam was saying, just kind of was in the wrong place at the wrong time, this, it this, seemed like. The second one, though, is like, I think another fair critique of Jokic, again, nitpicking a top eight player in the world. That, that <laughs> and the guy that just dominated, dominated, dominated on his heels. But like the two, the second foul where he just smacked Whiteside in the head. I mean, there are some fouls where like everyone gets a pass, but there is a pattern there with Jokic. The only thing I'm going to tell you, Brendan, is you've never been standing in the restricted area with a guy about to tomahawk dunk on your head, <laughs> and sometimes taking that second foul like saves the uh, the pride. That's just a really enough. good point. That's <laughs> really, I only get dunked on when I come on this podcast. And you guys point out my I do dunk on choices. you a lot. I do love you, Brendan, and you did a good job today getting five thousand followers. Thank you very much. I um, would like to see him though, just like be a little smart, like the offensive foul at the end, like just don't be lowering your shoulder in that situation. You know, like yeah. go shoot yeah. a jumper. If you want to make sure you Is get that one like up a point before of you emphasis go out. this year, because there must have been man. Six or let's seven. talk about let's talk about point of emphasis. First of all, the travel calls. All you idiots that have been complaining about the NBA because they travel too much, try to watch every NBA game right now. There's like ten travels in the Washington yeah, games, and these travels are like look legitimately travels, but they're like the tiniest little like oh his toe moved off the yeah. Man, the game is so boring when the, the when all these things are called. I was I was really trying uh, to not like make a bunch of NFL comparisons during this mm-hmm. podcast. Oh, let's do it. No, but, keep them going. But last uh last year there was that game 
between the Rams and the Chiefs that everyone like loved. It was either Thursday night football or Monday oh, night yeah, football. Oh yeah, was that? That was like sixty to fifty. Yeah, something oh, ridiculous yeah. like that. And everyone was like, "This is the greatest game <laughs> of all time." And I was like, "Okay, if you love this game, though, you don't get to complain about all of the penalties being in favor for the offense because they're oh, kept right, being, right. you yeah. know, one after another, like the defensive holdings that extended drives. It's like if you love that, right, then you can't complain about it. And it's kind of like this, like. Okay, well, now you're understanding why they don't call the travel all the time because right. it's annoying. Yeah. Arcade, I want you to only speak in football metaphors. Like, <laughs> I don't want you to couch these. I want, <laughs> I want all of them. Uh, Brendan, let's go to the tape. Or is it the box? It's the box. Okay, I don't know what you're asking me. Mile High Ty wants to know, thoughts on the amounts of threes taken and made tonight? Seven different guys with multiple attempts. I think is a good question. Uh, is that a concerted effort? Was that just how the game laid out, how the cookie crumbled? What do you think, Adam? Well, they shot 56%, and I think sometimes when you're on fire from three, you keep shooting them. You just them. keep shooting the three. But on, honestly, you know, there were a couple that I felt like were, like Will Barton's three when he heat-checked. He had two in a row, and then he kind of heat-checked. Like, that was a bad one. Right. But I don't think there was too many that I looked at, and I was like, man, what are they doing? They need to do this or that. I, th I thought Denver played within their offense, and they did a good job of getting those Michael Mullins talked about this this preseason. He wants to take 30-plus threes a game more yeah. than they did last year. So 32, it's a healthy number for them. The weird thing is the guys who made them, like if you would have marked them down before the game, okay, these are these, these guys are making right. the majority of the threes. It wasn't Jamal Murray making most of them. It wasn't Gary Harris. It ended up being like Millsap made multiple. Three. Barton made Millsap multiple. Millsap three for four. Do Millsap you know and Grant were five. combined five for six from three. Right. <laughs> Millsap was the second best nugget, I thought, tonight. No? He, well, I mean, he, Millsap's always so solid. Yeah. I mean, he's always so Him solid. Him or Grant, yeah. He was, he was so important defensively, but he also – He was, had a great defensive game. I think Harrison uh, Wind Turbine, you put in the <laughs> comprehensive season preview that's available for members on the Very DNVR. proud of that, by the way. Check that out. Check that out. We, we did a great we, job. We turned out awesome. We provided a key question for each player, and I think yeah. for yours with Millsap is can he can he maintain that efficient shooting from deep? He was yeah. just good enough last year. And yeah, he was great last year. Best three point percentage since like 2010. And what a great start tonight! Those threes look right. great. He looked confident. I think that's important to see Millsap playing like that. Quickly, I just want to com compliment you guys. I honestly don't know if like in the month leading up to any season ever, anyone has ever created more consistently good content than you guys did over oh, that thanks, period man. of time. Oh, thanks, man. So sweet. Dude, like, that was like so. a season's worth of awesome content <laughs> in the last month. All right, so we'll take the next uh, four months off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's kick our feet up. <laughs> Refer to our previous, previously published articles. What, another one? Um, our guy, Mitchie Melb from Down, Mitchie Melb. down Under, wants good to day, know. Good day, mate. Um, that was a terrible accent. This is a little late for this question, but I want to get to him because Mitchie's a homie. Uh, thoughts on the slow start? Like, is there a catalyst for that? I just think it's Jokic's fouls, right? <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. 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 You just crumple well, that out. So and that's it. what's so funny about you. Like, this team really is good without him. And when that second unit came in and made the run, Beasley hit a big shot, you know, got him back into it. Um, you know, the, the team is really good and they can do that. But so much of what they do revolves around Yoke that I do think it took a few minutes for them to kind of be like, like, who are we now? Mm -hmm. We we have our, our engines right. gone. How do we? They how seem do we go? super tentative, just dribbling the ball around, no real direction. They got like a couple of really late shot clock shots. What did they shoot in the first quarter? I, I mean, I do you remember the first quarter was yeah, like twenty percent or something? I think it yeah. Was. yeah. So yeah, they were they were off to a slow start. But I think. But Mason Plumlee was dishing out dimes. Hey, hey, we should talk about him. So Mason Plumlee gets nineteen minutes, which is actually below his average last year. He played twenty. He only plays nineteen minutes, and that includes I think he. So Jokic played twenty one in the second half so that means he played three minutes in the second half well i mean this is why you have mason plumber team for times like this like, they get blown out without him we've been talking about how yeah maybe he's not gonna have such a defined role with jeremy grant 
look, when Jokic is in foul trouble, you need another pure center behind him at times. And, I mean, Plumlee, we've talked about, he's one of the better backup centers in the league, and, you know, he proved that tonight. This was a weird game, and my favorite stat to illustrate that was at the half, Millsap was leading the team in scoring with eight. Yep. <laughs> uh, Plumlee was leading the team in assists with five, and Murray was leading the team in rebounds with four. Oh, my God. <laughs> so the whole thing was That's just off great. the rails. Yeah. That's phenomenal. Yo, before we move on, let's uh, – You got something you yeah, want to share? Yeah, let's talk about the Green Solution. The Green oh. Solution has 17 Colorado locations and an express checkout to get you in and out as fast as possible. Get on your phone right now. Go to their website, mygreensolution.com. Order your flour, concentrates, edibles. Are you doing this? No. And topicals online and head to the closest Green Solution for pickup. Use code DNVR20 for 20% off of your entire purchase. If you live in the South Metro area and have been looking for top-notch customer service, extensive beer, wine, and spirit selections, and unbeatable prices, look no further than Davidson's Beer, Wine, and Spirits. You won't find a more varied inventory anywhere else. Don't just take it from me, guys. This is Michael, and he's been shopping at Davidson's since they opened. The thing I like about Davidson's versus the competitors, it has a larger selection. And if I am going to buy Spirit, then Davidson's is usually my first choice as well because just of the size of the selection. I also like the extensive selection of some hard-to-find items. But that's not all. Every department is staffed with highly trained specialists who can help you find exactly what you're looking for. I've always found the folks that you chat with to be knowledgeable. I've chatted with the spirit staff about different bourbons and different vodkas, and I am always chatting with the wine staff about different things and saying, I like this, what else do you have that's similar? Particularly when I go to non-U.S. Uh, wines, I find them extremely helpful in ha- helping me find something I'm looking for. What are you waiting for? Head to either of their locations in Centennial or Highlands Ranch and follow them on Facebook to stay up to date on their latest specials. Hold the vans. Look at those. Wait, just, just a little, just a a little lot something. Of shout outs. You're talking about. Just a little Three something. Or four. Wow. Is it this goes really nice with the Breck Brew hoodie, too. Incredible yeah. drip. Yeah. You know. Adam thank needs a shout-out for his shoes, too. Shout-out to Menlo Club. Menlo. Menlo yeah, I, Club, a sponsor of us. Yeah, thanks, guys. Us. I got mine at Target, 20 bucks. <laughs> uh, oh, are we you want, No, something? do you want real real great clothing, though? This, yeah. The best article of clothing worn right now is Gar- right Gorgeous. We don't skip steps. The, the unofficial... Maybe we should make it the official motto. The official motto. I just officialized it. I just realized Eric's still here. Eric is here. <laughs> Eric, you should come say hi. The official motto of the Denver Nuggets this season. Oh, there it is. <laughs> back into your and he's back out. into your lair. <laughs> Get back over there. Um, let's continue down. The, do we have another one? Yeah. Do we have so many? At Hurley fifty two eighty. You think Malone will roll out ten plus guys every night? Is it just the ten? Harrison, you, I know you've seemed pretty convicted in, in your thoughts on that. What do you play tonight? Ten, ten, right? Ten. Yeah, I think this is the ten for at least a couple games, and then, like we've talked about, I, I believe we'll see Porter get into this mix a little bit, but I think these are clearly his top ten. Nuggets need to blow out the Suns. I'm not trying to discount the Suns. They're better this year. They have some players, whatever, but Denver's better, and they're going to be at home on a Friday night yep. with a home crowd. 
They need to blow the Suns out. They should. I want Michael Porter in that game at the end of the third quarter because Denver's up by 25 mm-hmm. points. And l- mm-hmm. let's make this happen. I mean, that should be the goal if you're if you're the Nuggets. We all believe, and Torrey Craig was great tonight. We all believe that that um, MPJ deserves the spot or like is talented enough to be in. But he's going to need that opportunity. Let's start creating this opportunity. Didn't for they also play the Suns in the preseason? They did. Yeah. I, mean, I want to play like the Grizzlies or something. Yeah. Show me a team I yeah. haven't seen in a while. No, yeah. I'm pretty sure you want to play the Suns again. <laughs> <laughs> or the Grizzlies. Yeah. The Suns will be all right. Suns are going to be all right this year. They might win 30 games. Hurley 5280 again. No Wancho. Sadly, Wancho's oh, yeah, Wancho's oh. buried decidedly right now. out of the rotation. So. Wancho's out, man. That my was my guy. favorite take of the postseason. I was just tweeting at Harrison being like, why can't they get Wancho in there? <laughs> I love Wancho. We're going to get yeah. a Wancho-Jokic-MPJ lineup at some point this year, and I'm just going to be – I'm going to be doing the Wancho dance in the corner. Just <laughs> shimmying away. Just shimmying <laughs> away. Um, while you search for another one, Monte Morris only 14 minutes tonight, and I wondered about this. I really wondered about – we talk about casualties, right? Gary Harris is back. Will Barton is back. Jamal Murray is, is still here. There's just not a lot of need for that backup. He's he's like Plumley. He's a straight backup point guard now, and that means he's only going to play 14 minutes on on some nights, maybe even many nights. And he's a heck of a player. I mean, it, I, I'm going to ask you this one, Brendan. Is that sure. a con- is that a concern that because he didn't play badly tonight? He looked great tonight. I thought. Is it a concern that the minutes were that low? Kind of. Yeah, I'm just saying like. You know, he's a good player. He got six points tonight, three assists, one rebound, played 14 minutes. Last year he was such a big part of this team, and tonight he just wasn't in the game. I think part of it was that the starters played a lot more tonight. Well, maybe not a lot more, but more than I think they will on most nights. And The minutes are, like, so high. Murray played 34, Harris played 35. Right. But <laughs> I think both those guys, you know, are closer to 30, you know, ideally night to night. And 32. Night, that probably gives a couple more minutes to Off Morris. Off the top of your head, what did Morris' average minutes per game last year? 20. You know, it was 20. 21, I think. Yeah. I mean, I think it'll be closer to 15, probably, right? Might have been higher than that. But, like, up. yeah, I mean, it's a little concerning because that's one of the casualties of all this talent, right? Monte's right. too good to only play that many mm-hmm. minutes. He's did, too good. Didn't Malik get skipped? 24. He played 24 last year. A game? Who? I don't Malik remember. Beasley. We were talking about sec- that. Well, that second unit, there just yeah. wasn't a lot of subs, and that's how you get Gary Harris up so high. So he's another one. 13 minutes tonight. Yeah. Two of six from the field. Two of four from three. And like I said, he was a big part of that first spark to keep Denver to get Denver back in the game after Jokic's foul. So interesting to see Morris, Beasley, maybe not playing a lot. Torrey Craig got 16 minutes, uh, 10 points, knocked down a couple of key shots. So, mm-hmm. so he was pretty big tonight. Um, but the rotation is going to be interesting because this team really like those guys deserve more minutes. I mean, Jeremy Grant deserves more minutes. Is Murray okay? Is the whole question? Is he hurt? Because we, Malone told us he was he was healthy coming in. Well, he might have gotten a little he might have gotten a little banged up, banged up. hand. I don't really know what happened there. Uh, is Doctor Harrison in the, yeah, uh, can in the building? <laughs> can you diagnose somebody from a thousand, two thousand miles away? <laughs> Definitely or whatever not. Look, here, here's the answer to that question. This happens to Murray all the time. Like a hand That's or true. an ankle or a knee, he gets nicked up. He'll be fine. Yeah, he'll mm-hmm. be fine. Yeah. Um, what else we got? Let's get a few more. After making it to the playoffs as the two seed last season, what is the bar set for a successful season? Well, we talked about this Listen already. to our podcast. Yeah, we talked about this on the <laughs> podcast. Um, who impressed you the most tonight? Who disappointed you the most? That's from Kyle Simonson. Who impressed me the most? And who disappointed you the most? We'll start with you, Mares. <sighs> Man, I'll, I'll be honest. I didn't think anybody was necessarily, like, very impressive. I think collectively the team was impressive in moments, and like we said, it was an ugly win. Um, so I don't, I, Jokic was impressive in that stretch. Millsap was impressive. And Jeremy Grant, those guys kind of stick out to me. Barton had his moments too. 
But like as far as unimpressive, I don't, man, I don't even know if I have anybody that was unimpressive. Everybody was sort of like yeah. right at a five. I think it's Gary for me disappointing. But yes, because yeah. yes, you're right. Because yeah. you're expecting right. more. You're right. And, and you'll you're probably right. get more out you're of correct. him. But a lot of people's like near the top of their wish list this preseason was ha- was for Gary Harris to look great from the jump and. Worth acknowledging that was a that was a bad game from Gary. I'm gonna go with Grant as my most impressive because the most pivotal point of the game, beginning of the fourth quarter, I think that was probably the biggest takeaway from tonight. That Malone went back to the starters and it was Jeremy Grant at the four, and he was an absolute problem for Portland. I just think that's something really key to watch going forward. What do you guys think of the Millsap Grant lineup? We saw that, which I was very happy to see. I like it. Yeah, I hope we see it more. Yeah. I like it better than the Plumlee Grant lineup. We might have only saw that because Plumlee played like yeah. 15 straight minutes. He was in the, qu- the quote-unquote starter in the first half. The Elastic Assassin? Are we going I with love that? it. Yeah. Dude, it's that? so good. Yeah. What I do you guys think out. about that? Elastic Assassin? Because yeah. you know what's funny, though? You know this reference to the Alaskan Assassin, right? Yes. Trajan Langdon. Sure. So I, but he's like my era, so I don't know how yeah. much the like 25-year-old crowd knows I the think Alaskan CU Assassin. Used to have a, uh, see, I don't get a CU reference in here. CU used to have a fullback from Anchorage, and his name was Brandon Drum, and we called him the Alaskan Assassin. Every Alaskan is just the Alaskan Assassin. <laughs> got a shout like out to our, uh, our guy Cam at It's Cam. He came up with the Elastic Assassin, not us, shout to out. be clear. Shout out. Now you need more questions for me right <laughs> okay. after I just looked that up. Let's do one more. S- do we have time uh, for one more? Yeah, we have time for one more. Once I find it. Man, is, you are so good. Like is, You get 5,000 followers, and you just take your foot off the gas. <laughs> You can just fire me, dude. I don't need this. I don't need no, this No, you know abuse. what I was going to tell you? So uh, you have now proven that you can gain like 3,500 followers in uh, six weeks, and that's now the standard. <laughs> so we'll, we'll reevaluate your status way. in another six you weeks. can look for my work at Denver Stiff sometime <laughs> soon. Um, is Thrill officially back? Too early, mm. to s- too early to say, but does anyone want to make a bet? Barton was good tonight. He wasn't great. <laughs> like, yeah. like we're going to the defense. But who was? Yeah, exactly. But I don't. Yeah, like people were getting ready to blame a loss, even though Denver won. They were getting ready to blame that on him. And I think that's crazy. But it wasn't like he was awesome. He hit some big shots. He had some moments. Um, he was yeah. like a microcosm of the whole team. Yes, he was. Yeah. He was exactly like everybody else, minus Jokic, who just flipped a switch <laughs> and dominated for. A uh, real Iculus wants to know. Iculus? Iculus. The guy who posted Icarus. That. Isn't it Icarus? Uh, no. no. It is Iculus? The guy who posted the tween of the night that Paul Rudd your own uh, name. Oh, Icarus I am. Adam. Thank you. Yep. That he was he wants was. to know, like, how concerned are we with Portland? Like, it, can you just look at the depth, which is a clear advantage over Portland, and just say, like, Denver's probably got their number this year? It's one game, but he that's his question. It, I mean, it's... The playoffs are a different animal, right. I feel like, because right. when you've got Lillard and McCollum, like, that's just so tough to go up against. But I would feel confident if I was the Nuggets going against the Trailblazers in the series. Yes. There were very few um, Lillard and McCollum moments in this game. Yeah. Like, they're, they're, I didn't ever feel like they had a stretch where I was like, oh, God, these guys again. Mm. I mean, they Lillard, shot a bunch of free throws. I mean, Lillard, Lillard, Lillard was you look pretty, at Lillard's Lillard night, he was pretty good. Was 10 pretty of 21, good. but 9 of 10 from the free throw line. By he, the way, he was pretty good. Portland Twitter, if you've snuck your way in here you guys don't suck please don't please don't yell at me I take oh yes back. they do yeah they suck no yeah, no they no 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 the, the team the basketball oh, team. oh Portland, okay, Portland yeah. Twitter that I, I stand by that <laughs> I stand by that so petty it's petty season already was that it right, that's, it, that's it baby that's it. All right. uh, <laughs> Harrison guys. needs to get out of here <laughs> Harrison's got somewhere to be Oh, yes, uh, Nugopoly. Nugopoly. Guys, we've been having so much. I got to say, I hope you guys have been having fun, too, because we've been having so much fun. I feel like we joke about this all the time. It doesn't feel like we're, we're working. 
I mean, we've, <laughs> no. we've been putting in, I, I think a lot of us have been putting in at least 12-hour days, if not longer, for the last six weeks, and it's just like... I tweet for a living. I just, have not been working. <laughs> it just feels like we're living the dream, and, and honestly, we hope that we're sharing that experience with you guys, because that's what it's all. That's what sports are all about, and we're all fragmented in this digital world, and it's kind of cool that we get to come together online and play ga- th- games like Nugopoly, which, s- sneaky awesome. I didn't shout out. I okay. said I'd pick three winners for, for Nugopoly. <laughs> Did you DM them to oh, me? Because I was oh, going to say, producer I, I Eric failed is so to do good it because the the rules are made up and the points don't matter. Oh my um, god! Wait, can I just take? The, the, can I? I want to anyway. wow. You talk about how much fun you guys are having. I just want to take the listeners like behind the curtain. I came in here about five minutes before the game, and uh, Eric, Adam, and Brendan were in here just like die, like having so much fun <laughs> reading all the responses. They're like looking at the Nugopoly responses, being like, "Oh, this guy got negative eight. That's Bro. hilarious!" Like they're having so much. Nugopoly fun. is dope. It's the greatest game online. I woke up today thinking I was out of a job. It's house money from here. Adam <laughs> Connolly, Adam Connolly, shout out. You you finished with 424 points or something. Is that like even that. possible? <laughs> he you know what? We should say, hey, it's a gentleman's game. Honesty is key. <laughs> yes. Honesty is key. We're going to trust sure, everybody. Gentleman's game. Gentleman's gentleman's game. No, it's too easy to cheat. That's why there's no prizes. <laughs> exactly. Uh, this guy wants to double the whole thing. Out of, uh, Eric, what's his total? I don't want to do math. He's in second place. <laughs> Shout out Mike Klinsma. Hashtag let's go. And Ooh. finally, uh, the big winner, Ian Loomis, with a score that will never be replicated or beaten in this game. Ian Loomis finished with negative three. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. I, I didn't know we it was possible. It. Congratulations for making Nugopoly more fun than I than I knew. Than Can I knew we see? What, do we know what his cards were? His car, he had uh, a Plumley reverse dunk, a microphone mishap, <laughs> and that pesky Nurk, man. He got nerked. Uh, oh, he nerked. got nerked. So, God. guys, you, yeah, you know, not great. we're having a ton of fun. We're doing all kinds of stuff. You're going to want to follow us on YouTube. Watch the DNBA show, 20-minute show on the Denver Nuggets. It was, I thought, an awesome time. Really, I watched it, was it great. twice. <laughs> watched, it was watched great. It two times. Uh, we got all kinds of great content on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and then, of course, behind the paywall this week, some phenomenal articles by Harrison Wynn. We're only halfway through the week. Oh, man. <laughs> We're only halfway through. <laughs> and then, of course, um, tomorrow's show is going to be a notebook episode, as I typically do after games. I'll also have an episode of The List coming up later this week. Um, just lots of good stuff. And then, RK, I, we don't end with Denver Nuggets. The nice thing about what we're trying to do here at DNVR is bring everybody, all of we call them the tribes, all of the tribes of Denver sports. We want to make this a family again. We want to bring everybody back together. And our, if, you, if you like me, you like Harrison, you like Brendan, you're going to really like RK covering the Broncos because he does it in a way that I think is very similar and fun. Um, and we just got great people on Rockies. We got great people on Avs. We got okay people on Buffs. <laughs> just kidding. We <laughs> Shout love out Hank. Hank. We love Hank. Uh, and, of course, Rams. That's what's been so cool about like this new phase in this new era of DNVR. It's forced a lot of us to be in this space in this mm-hmm. office a lot more. Uh, you know, tonight like I heard you guys were watching the game here. I'm like, I want to get in on that. <laughs> you know, like uh, it, it, it like internally we have merged the tribes, yeah. and right. I think the fans and the listeners and and you know the rest of the family, as we you know like to say, can feel that, and they're joining in too. And we saw the people on Twitter today being like, well. You know, I don't really like basketball, but I don't want Brendan to get fired, so I'll follow that. And like, oh, maybe I'll follow the Nuggets this Huge season. shouts to those people, by the way. Uh, hey, it should be fun. Sports should be fun. Otherwise, what are we doing here? So exactly. thanks to you guys. Thanks to the viewers so far. We know we're, we're asking a lot of you. Like Adam and I weren't behind a paywall for, for years. We are now, and, and we really think we're going to deliver. You and already are. And if you're not, hit us with the feedback, man. We, we, we do this for you guys, so thanks for everything. Subscribe. Oh, Allie has something.
Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry about the dead feet. If you stuck around in the second one, you're you're a real one. That's incredible. We missed too. I missed too many questions. <laughs> I gotta get my Periscope game up, but I appreciate y'all. And we're gonna get we better at Periscope. I heard we crushed late night with Wob in the in the ratings tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Did we? Probably not true. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We're gonna be back again tomorrow with a brand new episode. We'll see everybody then.